Greetings, children of God. This is your storyteller. I say often, perhaps not often enough, although I am a podcast writer slash storyteller, everything that I write has a life lesson. A life lesson woven throughout the entire story. Early this morning, real, real, real early, (laughs) the Holy Spirit urged me to bring to your attention the reason for writing about this 80-year-old lady, Miss Callie. Don't you just love it when the Holy Spirit speaks to you early, early, even before the birds begin to sing? I'm laughing out loud right now. Anyway, I take this, this early morning urgence that he often gives me. I take it to be his love. His love for us wanting to urgently give a message and to urgently receive a message. So here's the message. And by the way, I would I'm pretty sure I'm going to put this on Facebook as well for those who are unable to go to the various podcast sites because I don't want anyone to miss it. Here's the message. You once were young, but now you're old. What will your older years look like? Where will you live out those years? And what state of mind will you be in? I'm just going to repeat that again. You once were young, but now you're old. What will your older years look like? Where will you live out those years? And in what state of mind will you be in? If your children who are financially capable of taking care of you in their homes decides to take you to the nursing home and leave you there, will you have the grace that Miss Callie wore? And notice that the Holy Spirit said, the grace that she wore. Will you have it? Or will you lay in the bed of sorrow and sadness and woe is me? The Holy Spirit said to me, tell them to let 80-year-old Miss Callie's life be our example of what pleases him. If we are in our right minds, then the Lord is expecting us to follow her example. And I just want to go back to that word that he used, the grace that Miss Kelly wore. And many of us have gone to the nursing homes and senior citizens' homes, and we did not, we have not seen, we don't see a lot of the grace 
being worn on the residents. But the Lord is saying, I expect it. I expect you to wear that and not lay in your bed of sorrow and sadness and woe, woe, woe is me. Miss Callie had learned over the years how to be content in whatever state she found herself in because she had allowed the Lord to become the lover of her soul and she found contentment in in his care. That was how, that's one of the ways she was able to wear the grace. Over the years, remember Paul said, I learned to be content. He didn't say that he woke up one morning and he was just content. He said, I learned to be content in whatever state I find myself in. Well, that was Miss Callie's story. She had learned over the years how to be content in whatever state she found herself in because she allowed the Lord, keyword, she allowed the Lord to become the lover of her soul and she found contentment in his care. Now, if you notice, I'm probably that I'm repeating myself on a lot of these, but I'm doing it deliberately because I want you to really hear it and get it and receive it. Still talking about Miss Callie's grace. The other thing with Miss Callie, she understood that each day was a day that the Lord made for her. And she declared within herself, with every ounce of her strength, that she would rejoice and be glad in the day that was set forth again for her. I so want to take my time and and get this to you. She rejoiced. But she understood. (laughs) That's one of the things with aging. You should begin to understand some things better each year. So she understood that every day that the Lord gave her was a day for her to rejoice. It was her day. God gave that day to her. You have a day. I have a day. So we have to claim it as our day and do what the Lord has asked us to do. Rejoice and be glad in the day that he set forth yet again for us. That's what she did. Did Miss Callie long to go home to be with the Lord? She did. If you go back and and read the, the podcast, listen to the podcast... She did. She was waiting for the Lord to come. She was waiting to go home. But she also knew that she couldn't go until he was ready. But when she woke up to another day of earth dwelling, she still declared, 
I will rejoice and be glad in this here another day. Wanted to go home. Wanted to be with the Lord. But voila, I'm still here. <laughs> and because I'm still here, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to declare and decree my rejoicing. Because this is the day that he gave to me. Not talking about a preference. But we're talking about what was. Talking about for you and I, what is. We're still here. The minute our eyes pop open and we see that we are yet here, the first thing that we should do is say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will decree it, declare it. I will, regardless of how I feel, in spite of how I feel, I will still rejoice and be glad that he gave me a day. That's how she wore the grace. That's how she got the grace. Miss Keller didn't stew over the fact that she didn't see her children, the children that she brought into this world. Through long hours of birthing pain, Because it was told to me that she'd had some trouble in giving birth. Long hours of birthing pains and then bringing them up, raising them. Enduring only what she, God, and the devil knew. She had vowed to take most of her suffering to the grave. Because sometimes some things that we go through in life are so shameful and ugly to reveal to judgmental and self-righteous people. So you make a conscious decision. I'm going to take this to the grave. I'm not going to give a testimony about this. Because I know what people will say. I know what people will think. But Miss Callie didn't stew over all, none of that. All the stuff that she endured, she would always say, that's between me, God, and the devil. And it's going to the grave with me. Don't get me wrong. Miss Callie was not and the nurse at home suffered in silence now. She was not suffering in silence, nor was she reminiscing about how things were or even how things could have been. That was not her way. She didn't wear that because that was not grace. But 80-year-old Miss Callie was busy still working out her soul's salvation. 
while she still had some day left. That was one of the things that I loved about her. She could have complained. She could have sat there holding her hand, suffered in silence. She could have sat there reminiscing about woulda, coulda, shoulda. That was not her way. That was not her. That was not grace. That was not wearing grace at all. And it certainly certainly was not wearing grace well. Miss Callie wore it well. She was regal. Yet sweet and humble. Just a graceful soul. She was a big, bright light to the nursing home. And God's favor was on her. It was on her life. Miss Callie wanted for nothing. She had daughters from other mothers caring for her with tender, loving care. You know the nursing homes. You know some of the things that goes on in the nursing homes. Not so with Miss Callie. Because of her bright light. Her light was not on them. And because of that, because of that light, do you all remember that song, This Little Light of Mine, I'm Gonna Let It Shine? Well, her light was shining. Big light. It wasn't a little light. A big light. Big bright light on high beams. So everyone was drawn to the light. The light was so bright they had no choice. They ran to her, 80-year-old Miss Callie, still full of wisdom, still in her strength, full of love, full of nurturing, Full of Jesus. Daughters from other other mothers. They cared for her tenderly with love and care. Please and thank you, baby, and may the good Lord bless you always, was always on her lips. Thank you, baby. Can you do this for me, please? God bless you. Hmm. She wasn't grouchy, murmuring and complaining, fussy, mean. She was none of those things. What about us? What do you think you might be? How do you think you might be? You're young now. Lord willing, you will be old. 
You have parents. You have grandparents. What is your assessment of them at their age? Many times, Miss Keller was heard by the staff singing, This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I was told that sometimes in her song, she would make up places to let her light shine. Just randomly make it up. Probably something like, all in the kitchen, all in the bathroom. I'm going to let my little light shine. The Holy Spirit impressed upon me to urge you to see Miss Callie as yourself. That's why he woke me up early. To urge you to see Miss Callie as yourself. Then assess your own parents and grandparents. Are they examples of Miss Callie even now? You see, those examples of Miss Callie's life that I just mentioned is what he expects from us. Growing old gracefully. In the nursing home, gracefully. In the senior house, gracefully. In the hospital, gracefully. So you see, her life, Miss Callie's life, as I tell it, is more than a few episodes. Even though I call it her story, and even though I call myself the storyteller, her life is more than just that. It's about everyday living. Everyday living until there's no more life to be lived here on earth. The Holy Spirit had to know that you were looking at the stories of Sweet Isabel, the church girl story known as Jerlene's story, and Miss Callie's story as just storytelling. The Holy Spirit knew that. I felt that. I felt I so I think they're just looking at these things as just stories. But when he shook me early, early, early this morning to urge you to look at it differently. That none of these stories are just stories. It's way, way more than that. It's about life. It's about your life and how we live it right here on planet Earth. A church girl story about Jerlene's life. It's about us, you and I. 
Sweet Isabel's story was about you and I. Miss Callan's story is definitely about you and I. She's 80 years old. Live to be 80. David said, I, I was young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. That was Miss Callie's story. It's going to be our story one day. For a lot of your parents and grandparents, it's their story now. But how are they living it? How bright is their light? So again, as I close this out, the Holy Spirit wanted you to know that these podcasts are way more than just episodes. Way, way, way more. It's about your life, my life, and how we live it right here on planet Earth. So I thank you all for listening to the heart of God through me as his humble servant. Listen, I love the people of God. I do. And I'm so happy that he made me that way. I don't try to change that. That's how he made me. So when I say I love you guys, I mean that from my heart. And I don't have to work at loving you. I just do. And I'm praying that even with this part right here that I'm saying, I'm praying that if that's if you're not there at that place to where you just love the people of God, get there. Love God's people the way he loves them. See God's people the way he sees them. He expects us to do that. So... I'm closing, but I really do want you to receive this message this morning. God bless you real, real, real good. Until next time.